And then you have to be consistent. You have to be, you know, in class every day. You have to really be driven. It's it's a hard uh, profession, like many other. But it's hard, you know. It's On this season of the PG Daily, we will be taking an in-depth look at education in Prince George's County. You will hear from some of the integral voices that are responsible for educating and enriching the minds of students in the county. You will also hear from students that have been directly impacted by the county's educational system. And you will hear how the Prince George's County Schools impact the community as a whole. I'm David Smalls. Stay tuned. In today's episode, you will hear the daily news, and for our big story, Heavenly sits down with Miss Caroline Barnes, the ballet instructor at Prince George's Community College. I'm David Smalls. Stay tuned. For today, October 30th, 2019. We expect a high temperature of 66 degrees with rain showers this afternoon. Low temperature will creep down into the mid-40s before jumping way back up to the mid-70s with rain showers on tomorrow. Clear skies on Friday with a high temperature only in the mid-50s. And here's the latest in news. Anitra Edmond, the daughter and campaign treasurer for the former delegate Tawana Gaines, was charged with federal wire fraud accused of funneling money from her mother's campaign funds to her personal bank account. The charge against Edmund was filed in the U.S. District Court in Greenbelt less than two weeks after Gaines appeared in the same courthouse and pleaded guilty to the same charge. The 67-year-old Gaines abruptly resigned from the House of Delegates this month. She began her state house career when she was appointed to a vacant seat way back in 2001 as a Democratic representing Prince George's County. Gaines admitted to using $22,000 in campaign donations for personal items such as dental work, hair appointments, and an Amazon Fire TV stick. This from Maryland. The Maryland board has approved paying about $9 million to compensate five men who were wrongly imprisoned for a combined 120 years. The Maryland Board of Public Works voted on Wednesday for that compensation. The men will be paid $78,000 for each year they were incarcerated. That amounts to the state's median household income. Maryland judges and prosecutors have found that petitioners Jerome Johnson, Lamar Johnson, Walter Lomax, Clarence Shipley, and Hubert James Williams are innocent. Some petitions filed by attorneys have been pending for over a year. State Treasurer Nancy Cobb, who is one of the three board members, described the payments as a very small token and heartfelt apologies of the state to all of its citizens. And this also from Annapolis. Governor Larry Hogan today announced that the state of Maryland has surpassed the milestone of more than $40 million in lending to over 170 small businesses throughout Maryland Department of Housing and Community Development neighborhood business programs since January of 2015. The Neighborhood Business Works provides gap financing to new and expanding small businesses located in priority funding areas and opportunity zones across the state. According to Hogan, quote, small businesses are the backbone of our economy and helping small business owners succeed is a priority. Through Neighborhood Business Works, we are able to help great ideas become actual brick and mortar businesses that contribute to the economic 
development of Maryland's great cities and towns. And that's what's happening in Prince George's County today. For our big story of the day, Heavenly sits down with Professor Caroline Roche Barnes, a dance professor for the new program at Prince George's Community College. Stay tuned. And now, for our big story, Heavenly sits down with Miss Caroline Barnes, the ballet teacher at Prince George's Community College. Hey everybody, it's your girl Heavenly B with the Prince George's Daily. And today I'm here with... Caroline. Hi, my name is Caroline Rocher Barnes. And this is the ballet instructor here at the Center for Performing Arts on the Prince George's Community College campus. And so we're um, excited to have you here to learn more about your journey to becoming an educator and what that looks like. Um, first, how long have you been teaching? So I've been teaching for about 18 years now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and what courses do you teach? Are you only a ballet instructor or do you teach any other aspects of dance? So here on campus, I teach solely ballet. Okay. this semester, yes. Any fundamental classes, like theory, happening outside? It's, even all, in the, it's all in the studio. Oh, okay. So it's uh, on one, you know, I'm, teach, I'm in the studio teaching the base, basic of dance, mm -hmm. and then there's the fundamentals, and then there's also an intermediate level. Oh, great. Okay, awesome. I uh, had a little stint with ballet when I was a kid. That's and cool. so I know the, the foundational uh, things, and it's always exciting to hear from someone on your level because you've had a pretty impressive resume. So tell the people about your resume, like how long you've actually been dancing. Well, I started uh, dancing at age six. Okay. In my hometown, I'm a French, so I grew up in the southern part of France. We had a conservatoire there, so I that's where I started. And, um, you know, I studied. I studied overseas as well. I was living in Switzerland in an art school. Wow. And then I moved to, to New York because I wanted to come here to, to America, so... Um, and then after I studied at the Alvin LA American Dance uh, Center, and then I joined the Dance Theater of Harlem mm -hmm. for six years under the mentorship of the late Arthur Mitchell. So, which was you know it was an amazing experience to have. And then I moved back to Europe because I wanted to to dance um, to have the experience of dancing in a European company. With larger larger ballet I, I was there i was dancing with the bavarian state ballet in germany i spent one year in lyon i went back home in my homeland in france and then i was missing the state so i moved back to to america and i dance with alonzo king lines ballet it's in a uh, company contemporary ballet based out of san francisco wow that's impressive. You got to travel the world doing something that you enjoy and exactly. love. Exactly. <laughs> so did you always plan to become a teacher of ballet, or is that something that you fell into? Well, I think for me, as you can see, 
ballet and dance in general is really the only thing. I mean, not the only thing, but I've that's what I've known mm -hmm. all my life. So it came of it became natural that I would pass on all the knowledge, all what I've known and all what amazing mentors I had the chance to work with to pass it on to the next generation. Yes. So it, it was it's it came. It was a natural came transition. Naturally. So what are the differences that you see between um, dancing in this country versus, say, France? Well, you know, it's interesting because we don't have dance pro uh, universities with dance programs in France. Oh, wow. So I actually had my bachelor degrees while still performing in America. I didn't graduate uh, college. I was because I was I joined a company when I was yeah, you know, at 17, I was already a professional. Mm -hmm. So I had to put my studies on hold and to experience the, the, the stage. I mean, you can't do it all, <laughs> unfortunately. So so that's what is amazing here in this country is actually um, student can have access to education have um, be in a uh, dance program and experience both because you know when you're in a dance program um, at a university the choreographers come you know they mm -hmm. come and then they choreograph on you so you have this you, you're getting um, experience for you know the your professional life or you know when you try to to join a company so that's what's great and then you get you know you, your studies going so so you get both you get the best of both worlds mm -hmm. awesome that's a good perspective to give people out here that um you know sometimes when you're in the artistic field in this country it's a limited view of your potential which you can really be so this is a good um piece of advice for people to know that you can have both yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's the positive point, you know. Yeah. In, in America, there's, you know, the, the universities have, certain univers universities have great dance program that you can apply for. So, yeah. so that's, you know, that's great. We don't have that in France. I mean, they have conservatories, they have all, all other things, but it's, you know, it's, it's different. It's a different setting. I mean, both places are great, you know. Yeah. I experience both, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a blessing. So. Of your experiences, because you've been teaching for 18 years, right? Mm -hmm. Of your experiences, what was that one moment in particular where you thought to yourself, this is really the path for me in terms of teaching? Well, like I said earlier, the, it, it was I didn't have a how moment for me. I mean, for me, it was just, it was kind of, it was like my duty. I, okay. It's, you know, because I try actually, I retired from dance in 2014, and I was like, oh, what am I gonna, you know, just trying, what am I gonna do? And yeah, but I'm like, why, why trying to to go straight away from from this path? I yeah. mean, you know, for me, it was clear that I, I didn't want to be on stage anymore, but then have all this knowledge. So I'm really giving it to the next generation. I, you know, that's what I want. So is there like a moment where you see a student that you know can? Like, I'm sure you believe all your students can be great, but there's always something that catches your eye where you say, okay, this one is destined for greatness. If I could just tweak this thing or that thing, do you have a, a specific um, person that comes to mind? You mean regarding as a student? Like, as a student, that you say, okay, mm -hmm. and if you don't have to say their name, but if you can think of who they are, what would be that one thing that made them stand out to you? Well, so, I mean, regarding to, to students and their approach of, of, of dance and how I see them, for me, the, what I, I like with students is the, 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 the person 
when they show interest, mm -hmm. they're curious, they're not afraid so. to try, you know, so that's, then we got into like, oh, he's going to, is this into greatness? You know, this is just, I'm in a class, I, I, I try to, to teach, to correct people, you know, individually and, and give general corrections. But it's, I wouldn't say, oh, he's, I, I'm Destined not here for, for that. Yes. I'm, you know, I'm not here for that. I, I, I hope that mm -hmm. they're going to experience that. But, you know, I've seen amazing, you know, a student with amazing uh, physical abilities, but then he wasn't all there, you know, they, mm -hmm. they didn't have the hurt for it or they, or they, they quit, you know. Yeah. And so it really, there's so much more than, than just, oh, he looks amazing, oh, he can do all this pirouette, all this and that. There's so much more. There's, there, you know, it's all package. You know, you have, and then you have to be consistent. You have to be, you know, in class every day. You have to really be driven. It's it's a hard uh, profession, like many other, but it's hard. You yeah. know, it's a cutthroat business as well. You know, it's, it's hard. So for me, when I'm in the studio, I want to give them the passion. I want to give them the experience. Yeah. You know, and then I, of course, if I see someone like they, they, they really want, you know, to, to go for it, I'm there to assist them, to push them on their journey, whatever yeah. journey they decide. So you, do you feel like you help those that come to you? I mean, you help all your students, but do you yes. feel like you push those that come to you with specific needs in that direction? So yes. they say, hey, I want to I wanna dance for this company. Mm -hmm. Then you will help them with the tools they need to dance for that company. Exactly. I'm okay. here to provide. Awesome. And to guide also, because some they have, you know, vision. I'm like, okay, maybe you can, you know, look into this company or that you know it's it's important i always encourage them to go see live shows mm, that's a good and idea. The, the performing arts center here i mean the facilities are amazing i'm really excited there are some companies coming up it's uh yeah so it's very very exciting that they have access here also to see live performance live shows so that you really you know really it brings your dream that. alive too when you get yeah. to see people doing what you want to do exactly. so um this is the last question i have for you as you about a teacher because i want to talk about you as a student for a second too but as a teacher at the end of your teaching journey what would you like your legacy to be what would you like to have left behind to those that have experienced you as a teacher well, I, I'm hoping that, like I said, they, they say, oh, Caroline, she, she gave me the passion for them. You know, she gave me the, the experience. I always make sure in my class that they not, it's not just about the step, you know, that they, when, you know, when you dance, you use, you use your breath, you use imagery, you know, it's, it has to be. And yes, of course, it's hard. But we're not like robots as well. You have to, uh, dance is a living art. It's alive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, expect, because in this day and age, is everything is, you know, computerized, boom, boom, which is, it's great. It's a great technology, but don't forget, we're humans. Yeah. So that's what I try to, you know, emphasize in the class. Hey, you, you know, you're, you breathing, you, you know, feel, experience. Yes. Yeah, use the music as well because, you know, we're using music. So yeah. the both, of, uh, both, you know, movement and music are tightly related. So, you know, just they're like, oh, she gave me the passion, you know. I like that. <laughs> so tell me about yourself as a student. I know you didn't get to pursue um, your degree early on, 
but I'm sure you had great school experience. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I eventually I got the degree, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what but kind yeah. of student were you? Tell me about yourself as a student. So I, you know, for me, and growing up in, in France, it's a little bit different where they, you know, people tell you, my teacher, they, they were very um, uh, real with me. They were like, okay, Caroline, you don't have the, 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 the physical, you know, the perfect physical ability to become a ballet dancer, so you're going to have to work very hard. You know, the chances are, uh, we don't know if you're going to make it. You know, they mm-hmm. were very honest like that. Mm-hmm. So I just kept working, you know. I just kept working hard, retaining the corrections. I was being, um, I was very consistent. And, I, you know, I just kept going and hoping, you know, but... What gave yeah. you that type of uh, tenacity and faith to keep going, even though you were t- already told that, hey, this... It's a hit or miss. And which is, you know, which is real. Just because, you know, for me, as an embarked in my journey of, of, of studying, you know, at the, at the time I was studying dance, I'm like, hey, I'm, this is a uh, discipline I chose. I'm going to do it the best I can. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so that's, that, that's, you know, why. And then I auditioned, you know, when I auditioned for the art school in, in Switzerland, it was like a little surprise when I, we were all like shocked, like, okay, let's, you know, how is, how is this going to, to work? But we made it work. But I just, you know, I, I kept working because I also, I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed dance, you know, that, that, that's the thing. You need to be doing something, especially if it's a hobby, it starts with a hobby, you need to make sure you, you enjoy. And then, I'm, you know, I was fortunate that it developed into my livelihood, but yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> so how has your experiences as a student shaped how you approach teaching? Do you want to be, like, do you, uh, do you model yourself after a teacher you've had, or is it all your own thing, organic? Well, I mean, I've had, I'm definitely influenced by a lot of uh, mentors that I had the chance to work with and, and, and teachers. And um, so this, of course, uh, influenced my, my way of teaching, but it, it, it's me. So, you know, you grab all the information. That's what I, I tell my student, you know, your, your job is to grabbing the information. You ingest it, you digest it, and then you, you're, you know, and yeah. then you make it yours. You know, you apply the correction and, and everything. But sometimes, you know, we receive, they receive also a lot of information. So you have to do the work. You yeah. know, they have to also use the brain and, you know, get the understanding of, the, you know, how this correction can apply, you know, on my body. What did she mean? You know, all, the, all these. Awesome. So. Who was your favorite teacher? I, you know, you don't have a for favorite? me. No, the, the, there's one uh, teacher that really uh, believed in, in, in me when I was uh, studying in the south of France, Madame Claparède. She's, you know, the one who pushed me and she was believing. She was like, hey, you know, we just push through. So, so she was my first teacher who believed in me. But then throughout, you know, because I was uh, studying and and working in different uh, countries and for different companies at the time, I had mentors and teachers that were really helping me at the time. So I feel like from all, you know, mentors I had, whether it was Arthur Mitchell or um, Alonzo King, 
at the time because you grow as an artist. So at that time, you know, it, it, they were um, what I needed. Yeah. You know, so it, you know, it evolved. All right. And last question. If you were not teaching, what do you think you would be doing right now? So I've always enjoyed cooking because in my family, I'm from French uh, and Caribbean descent. So my dad is from the, the Caribbean. So he's, you know, he cooks. Everybody cooks in my family. So I want to eat now. <laughs> this and then uh, learn. This podcast is brought to you by yeah. Prince George's Community Ooh. News and Prince well, George's Community so College. Much celebrating over 60 years of offering um, the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. Producers for the Prince George's Daily are Stephen Boney, Dorcas Ashinowo, Vanita Newsom, Heavenly Pickett, David Smalls, and Dale Roden. Music for this episode provided by DJs Young Carts and Scott Holmes. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on education in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.